0: welcome to let's wrestle this is dan and unfortunately there is no nico today um you know had to take some time off this week couldn't do the pod but it's all good show must go on we miss you nico uh and he should be back for next week's episode which i'll get into as far as what we're going to be doing next week uh just a little bit later on but i do have some good news. We did go ahead and find a replacement. Uh, my boy Will is going to be taking over the kind of the moderator, you know, responsibilities or whatever of the show uh, for this week's pod. And go and say what's up, Will. Hello, everybody. I'm, uh, this
1: is my first time ever being on a podcast in general. So hopefully it goes well.
0: Yeah, man. I'm excited because, like, um, I was telling him, you know, right before we started recording that I'm so used to doing it with Nico that it was gonna be interesting and just kind of fun to do it with somebody else for a change and you know just see how it goes but uh all in all just gonna be talking wrestling like always nothing serious and should be fun man should be uh should be fucking fun um but will if that even is your real name or your gimmick name um, what do we have for a conversation starter today, man? What's, what's going on? Okay, so today we
1: have Sam Punk. He posted on his Instagram story, it looks like a selfie with X Harwood and in the back, like both of them. What do you think is going on here?
0: Man, I I don't know, man. I feel like at this point we might be getting worked. Um, Either that or he's just being a troll. Because he knows that wrestling fans are going to get triggered. Uh, or want to say something about it. Maybe start, you know, trying to get some hype around him. I, I don't know what it is. But I will tell you what I hope it is. I hope it's the start of a return for CM Punk. Which I've mentioned it many times on the show. That that's my guy right there. I'm going to back him up as much as I can. But yeah, man, I mean, you know, this picture here, it's a picture with Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler, and it looks like they're backstage somewhere, but obviously it has to be, like, an old show, an old photo, because I just don't think CM Punk would have been backstage, uh, you know, recently after everything that's gone down, but who knows, I mean... What do you think, man? Do you, do you watch a lot of AEW? I wouldn't blame you if you didn't. like.
1: I mean, I do. It's, it's okay. I, of course, prefer WWE because I've watched it my whole life, but I, I saw everything that went down with CM Punk and The Elite and all that, and I see that The Elite is back, and I'm glad they are. CM Punk, I just feel like is trolling everybody. I think he's just going to stay out of everything. People think he might return to WWE. I don't think so.
0: I hope he returns to WWE because that would be, like, the middle finger to the Bucks and Omega. Like, fuck you. I don't need to be a part of your company that you're an EVP for. I can go over here, make some big money, have a big money match with a guy like Roman Reigns, um, and, you know, make the most money he's probably ever made in in his career. So, um... But did you say that you were glad to see the Bucks back? Are you a Bucks supporter here, Will, and Omega? I like watching them wrestle. You like watching their trampoline routine and their acrobat, all that gymnastic shit. I just think
1: the way they wrestle is absolutely entertaining, in my opinion, at least. YouTube channel, I don't watch at all.
0: It it does get the pops, you know, that's... it trust me. When I started watching AEW, when it first started, of course, um, you know I'm getting exposed to a lot more of this style of wrestling because you, you didn't see too much of it in WWE. Like and in guys that did do that, like a I don't know Ray Mysterio, like a Jeff Hardy or whatever. Uh, those guys felt special. An RVD, you know, is is a good example. Those guys felt special because. Not everybody on the fucking show is doing it. And when AEW does it, all these guys just blend fucking in with each other. It's just that the Bucks and Omega are obviously the EVPs. uh, A big reason why the company even started. A big reason why the company even got any kind of attraction besides the fact that they signed Chris Jericho, who had the biggest free agent signing they could have gotten at that time but How the Mighty Have Fallen with Chris Jericho, we'll we'll get into that a little bit later on. But uh, uh, if you like the style, cool. I can enjoy the style at times when it's not overdone, uh, like I mentioned, but I prefer a a more serious wrestling. And FTR is a great example of that since we were talking about him here. But um, let me ask you this, though. FTR or the Young
2: Bucks?
1: Like, who would I want to win, or who do I think would win the match?
0: Who do you think is the better tag team, or the one you'd rather watch? And I, I won't judge you, whatever you pick here. Better I just, tag I really team, want
1: I think, is FTR, but my, the more entertaining in my eyes is the Young Bucks.
0: Okay, okay, that's not a bad answer, actually. That's, um... I, I, I get that, for sure. Um Okay, but... That's cool. Um, but yeah, man, just to... Can kind I of go back to the the whole conversation starter here? Um, hopefully, this is like I said, uh, a return possibly. And if it is, I said it a couple episodes ago that I'm thinking it's going to be Punk, FTR versus the Elite, um, maybe like at the next All Out in Chicago or something. Uh, but I think maybe if it, if we are getting worked. That would be the match, and would you watch that, Will? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, well, at least it's gonna get somebody you know watching it that doesn't normally watch it too much. Um. So, like, I guess that's a good thing for everybody. Um. But yeah, man, that was uh, a conversation starter. Always got to throw some CM Punk in there. Love that guy. We are gonna get into the dirt now. And what what what's the first piece of uh, of uh, of news that we got for the week, man? What's well, going on?
1: We got Sasha Banks. She'll be able to return to wrestling finally when the new year starts, and it looks like
0: new Japan is where she's going. Oh God! Why would she want to go to New Japan? Um, I I don't understand. And I've been saying it, man. Like I want to see her in AEW. I I'd be down for that. They need it. Um, It'll definitely make the division more watchable. Um, I hope they don't fuck up her booking. Because that could go to shit. Not only for that division or the company. You know finally getting a a big name. uh, To sign with them for that division. But for Sasha it could really damage her career I feel. if, If they don't book her correctly. And who knows man like if she does go to AEW, that's what I'm worried about her, that she's gonna fall off that, like, kind of status, or the way we look at her, because I already have some doubts about her sometimes, because when I I hear all this talk that Sasha's the most talented one, there's all these fucking Sasha marks that I see on Twitter, um, it's, it's crazy, bro, I don't know if you've seen that, have you seen that, that they have, like, Pages and they're obsessing over just Sasha Banks. Like, yeah, I've seen it. You know, it's 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 a little cringe. It's a little cringe, but uh, yeah, man, uh, Sasha Banks. I- I'm worried for her. I really am because Becky, Bailey and Charlotte are obviously to me. And I don't think it's it's a little it's kind of not close. I, they're they're above her, man. Do you feel that way or or how do yeah. you rank? a you know, four horse women. Charlotte
1: is definitely the t- at the top because of the amount of championships she's won. Dude, I mean, absolutely unbelievable. Just like her father. Um, what is it, Becky? I love I I love the way she wrestles. I love the way she wrestles in the ring. And Bailey is just also just as talented as Becky Lynch.
0: And then you have Sasha at the
1: end. Um. Bailey and Sasha in my opinion are interchangeable but they're the bottom two
0: okay okay and for me the the number one spot is tough I think it's just because I'm being biased because I am a Becky fan but I cannot and I'm a Charlotte fan too but like I think I'm more of a Becky fan but you cannot deny what Charlotte has done the most accomplished women's wrestler of all time Mm -hmm. that's uh, you know, I'm not even um, up for debate here, but Becky Lynch might have been the biggest star that's come out of that division for them ever. I feel like when she got red hot a couple years ago before COVID. Um, so it's tough for that first spot, and then I have Bailey because, dude, ever since she turned heel a couple years ago and she went on that run, basically carried the women's division or maybe the company during the covid era oh yeah that whole run that she had there and she's yet to have a a wrestlemania main event match um unlike a sasha or a charlotte or a becky that have been there um but then i have sasha it's just it's just man just the way she was used like she's had multiple title reigns but they all haven't lasted very long I think the longest one she had was this recent one when she had lost it to Bianca um but do you remember any memorable Sasha Banks title runs like not including NXT
1: runs no but matches yes Match.
0: matches yes but you know when you think of like a championship run yeah no it doesn't really come to mind, and I think the only reason why the one that she had recently, or most recent, is so... I remember it's just because I guess it's the latest one, and it did end in a main event fucking WrestleMania match with Bianca Belair, so... Um, yeah, man, what, what do you think, though? Do you, do you think that uh, Sasha would be a good fit in AEW or New Japan, or... Do you want to see her back with the with the E?
1: I I want to see her in AEW because AEW is struggling low key in their women's division. I'd like to see a nice Sasha Banks versus Britt Baker match or a Sasha Banks versus maybe a Jade
0: Cargill match. Baker or Sasha would be fucking great. I I, I like the page and the page and Britt Baker stuff for the most part. I have enjoyed it, um, but. Sasha and Britt, I'm big on Jade Carga, I think she's gonna be a fucking star, uh, what do you feel about her? Because Nico likes to bash her for some reason.
1: I like her because she she's talented, like it's something that I've never really seen, I mean, I mean you could kind of compare her to China in a way.
0: Right, uh, but that's my only. Or Goldberg, Goldberg in the as far as like the types of matches that she has, a little short, mm-hmm. and, you know, matches. Even her title matches are fucking short. So, um, yeah, man, it just kind of reminds me of that because I know she's still green. So, wrestling wise, she's not the best one on their roster. I don't think it's even considered that or close to that, but, um. And I think that's what Nico's problem is with Jade Cargill. But I, I I like her because of her look and what she can be, more than you know her wrestling ability. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, so basically, Sasha Banks has she was a, she's able to start wrestling when the new year starts, and she's ready to go apparently to fucking new japan who the fuck do you know man do you know who the fuck she could wrestle like the japan uh every Sane. that's about it also the same Kyrie saying that was kind of more well known now because she was in wwe is that the same kairi Sane? yeah <laughs> yeah and yeah. so this, this goes back to the the problem about this if Kyrie Sane's not there, which I the last time I heard her name, they said she retired, and that's why WWE let her go. Uh, in a time where I think at that time they were, people were already starting to sign with this new company coming, you know, AEW. Um, and I think WWE was not letting people go. If anything, they were offering them more money. Uh, and then they realized what kind of fucking company AEW was going to be and, and who was going to run it. They were like, you know what, let's just release everybody because, you know, they're not gonna fucking go somewhere or go there and and make an impact like we thought they would. But, um, but yeah, dude, Kyrie Sane, okay, that could be a good match if you like Kyrie Sane. Uh, and I'm not a big fan of Kyrie Sane. I'm not hating on her, but I'm just not a big fan. Um, but yeah, who else, man? That's what I'm saying, like, why is she going... To New Japan, like, AEW, I understand. And Nico always brings up the fact that she loves Japan, and then she, you know, when she went away, when she walked away last time, because she's done this multiple times already, I feel. Uh, when she left last time, she did a lot of, you know, coping or something, uh, healing uh, in Japan, which is great. That We love that for her, but... Is that a reason to leave the biggest company in the world, uh, in wrestling and go try to see what you can do at, in, not only in a different country, um, but a division that the average wrestling fan like me and yourself, for the most part, um, don't know about unless you already are watching women in, Jap- in Japan fucking wrestle. You're not gonna bring in new people to watch it. Uh, I guess they will watch it now with Sasha, but what does that do for her though? Do you think this will tarnish her how people view her? and does she care?
1: Uh, she definitely won't care. um and honestly, I don't know if it's gonna be anything good because when I was looking when we were talking about Sasha and Kyrie Sane and all that, I looked it up, Kyrie Sane just became the first. IWGP Women's Champion. So it's like, just got a title for the women's. Like, kind of crazy.
0: Well, I don't know, man. I, I do hope the best for her. I don't hate Sasha Banks, so I don't want to come off that way. But, um, I got a question what she's trying to do here. But we'll see where she ends up. I'll definitely be tuning into Wrestle Kingdom and, seeing what they do at their uh, big event. Are you going to be watching that, or do you need a link? I got you. I mean, maybe. I just want to see what Sasha does. Carl Anderson is going to be a part of the show, too, so that's a WWE guy, and Kenny Omega, I think, is going to be on it, too. So they're going to have WWE, New Japan, AEW wrestlers all on the same show. Um, So fuck it. I'll I'll check it out. At least it'll be worth a try. But... What else we got on the dirt? Uh, moving on here, Will, uh, Mr. Will.
1: Next up, we got Big E. He's talking about coming back. Um, he says he has w- some more scans in March, so probably after Mania, I would say he's coming back.
0: Man, um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of hyped, like for when he does come back. For some reason, and I don't think. I would have said yes to that, like, or would have said the same thing when he did get hurt because, I, you know, prayer's up for him, right? We hope uh, he's recovering well because that's not no joke of an injury. And he's a great dude from what I've seen and heard. But, um, yeah, man, like, um, I'm kind of excited to see if he comes back. Hopefully he does. Um, how they use him. How the reaction he's gonna get, you know what I mean? Like, that could be a big moment for his career when he just lost the WWE title a little bit before he got hurt. Um, and that kind of ended, uh, kind of abruptly. They had Brock win it from him in, like in a five way yeah, out of nowhere, just yeah, like,
1: well, I and COVID and. And fight Roman Reigns, so they added him in that match, and he won the that title.
0: And I questioned it at the time. I'm sure maybe you did also. That you know, what if Roman didn't have COVID and he had competed? Um, what was Biggie gonna lose? What was gonna be a fatal four way before that? Was he scheduled to lose the belt, or would he have had a a longer reign? Like, do you ever think about that? Or yeah, um, I, I think about it sometimes,
1: like because. That was never a five-way. It would have been Roman Reigns versus Brock, and then it would have been Big E. Who else was in that match? Uh, Bobby Lashley. Collins, maybe? Uh, Valor? I don't know. Shit. Either way, it would have been different. It would have been a different result. Big E might have won, might have lost. I think Roman Reigns would have beaten Brock at day one, and then there would have been a feud between... WWE champion and either Roman or Brock and yeah I don't know it'd have been different.
0: Dude, and that honestly, and after that, the the build to the to the Roman and Brock one, the WrestleMania match, it was kind of going back and forth, like you know the whole thing at the rumble happened with last year, or whatever. Like then the Chamber and you know so. It was it was a little rocky there, but I'm looking at it now and it was Biggie. Obviously Brock Lesnar got thrown in that match. Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, and Kevin Owens. So KO and Rollins were doing something at the time.
1: Oh yeah, weren't they trying to tag up on people?
0: Something like that, and then I think, honestly, I thought at the time that they were going to do something at Mania. They had already done something like at Mania uh, during the COVID Wrestlemania. Um, and I thought they were kind of going to that also again, which I think would have been great. But then, who knows when the Austin talk started happening. Where Austin was going to come back and do something with Kevin Owens. So, uh, And then Rollins ends up doing the Cody Rhodes thing, which... Uh, I don't think in January when this match happened, we knew that Cody Rhodes was going to go back to WWE, like, um, so I think they were going to do something, but then Cody, Austin, all that came into play, and yeah, so, but yeah, man, um, going back to the original thing here, um, Big E, could have a big return here are are you excited to see biggie come back here will
1: yeah i want to see what they do with them because now roman reigns is both titles i don't know if biggie will ever fight him for the titles or not but i'm gonna see we're gonna see how they push him because xavier woods and kofi are still nxt champs right
0: uh yeah dude i I haven't seen that yet but i did see like that they had won those titles but uh yeah you're right
1: they're going to be in NXT. I wonder if he's going to be sent down there with them to help them or not.
0: So, Well, man, I mean, this article says that March, that they're looking at March, which that's a month before WrestleMania. Um, I don't know why I thought he'd be back before Mania or by Mania. Uh, maybe that was just being optimistic. I mean, not knowing the full extent of the injury uh, personally, but... Yeah, man. It says that at the one, like at the March point, they're gonna see what is next or how he's, you know, kind of went along his rehab. Um, so who knows? Maybe they'll bring him back to like SummerSlam or you know something like that. I don't know. Um, but we hope the best for Big E. And just like Kofi, I felt like his title run. Uh, being lost was pretty Uh, flat they
1: both lost their titles to brock dude
0: but like and also the did you also feel like when fucking brock beat kofi it was like whoa like
1: that quick like i i i kind of knew it was gonna happen but at the same time i wasn't expecting it to be one f5 one two three done
0: yes i think the way it happened is what fucking kind of got people mad uh, I think people are over it now, but, um, I'm just glad he had, you know, more or less not a lengthy run, but just a he run. did have it for, like, five or six months, uh, I mean, I think. That's not too bad. Biggie had it for maybe four months, I don't know, um, which, I don't know, who do you think, though, got the worst end of the stick here in their runs, Kofi or Biggie? Um
1: the way he lost Kofi just because the way he lost and then they wanted to push Kane Velasquez you know Kane Velasquez came out after Kofi lost that was the big pop that happened and the rumor was that if Kane Velasquez didn't get hurt he was gonna lose that match either way but then a couple months afterwards he was gonna beat Brock for the WWE title if he never got hurt
0: yeah so like um that whole Kane Velasquez thing was weird Um and then, but think about Big E also. But I'd probably say Kofi. So I I have to agree with you. But think about also Big E. Like he didn't lose it in a singles match. He loses it in a five way. Um, that was completely unplanned, and I'm sure he didn't even get pinned in this fucking match. Um, and then did did he even get a fucking rematch one on one? Mm. So. Yeah, and then he he broke his fucking neck a couple of months later, and it's like, damn, you know, we feel for the guy. Um, hopefully, you know, he recovers and he can wrestle again. He did say though that he'd be pretty content. He said this back in July that he'd be pretty content with uh, retiring um, if, if that was the the case here. Because, dude, neck injury. I mean, exactly. It's still risky for Edge
1: to be out there with a neck injury.
0: Exactly, but hopefully um, Not as bad. he can he can come back. We're uh, just the best for him, man. I won't, you know, be mad if he does retire. But what else we got uh, on the dirt? So, kind of on the topic of the Cain Velasquez, we
1: also have a former UFC, but also in WWE, Ronda Rousey. She's set to leave WWE. Also, WWE is trying to convince her to stay. Do you wanna see her
0: stay or would you wanna see her go? I wanna see her go. Go, go, go! Far, far away. on uh, no, man. I mean uh like I don't know what what has happened to Ronda Rousey because to me, I know they there's always been kind of mixed reactions uh about Ronda even in her first run, but to me uh, that first run she had was great. She was a heel. She was working great. Um, I don't know what's been going on recently, but she to me she always looked you know pretty good as a worker for someone who hadn't done it before and just done the UFC. Um, but then like she I think she did hurt some people. I think she heard Alexa or Nine Jacks or I don't know who the fuck it was, but um, they were saying that about her. But her run, I thought, was great as a heel. She dominated, and then they got to that finale with uh, with Becky taking it all there in that triple threat. But um, yes, I do want to see her go because this ever since she came back at the Rumble earlier in the year. Um, it's been fucking just downhill from there. Um, she wins the Rumble. She fucking goes to Mania. Uh, did she lose to Charlotte at WrestleMania? Uh, yeah, she did. Yeah, man. And then I like the I Quit match that they did. Uh, but I think it was Charlotte, bro. Because, you know, ever since... Charlotte left, and she's fucking doing this with Liv. who has been another disappointment of mine, just because I love Liv. Um, and then the recent stuff with Shotzi. I think she did some stuff with Natalia. Just bad. Just bad, man. I mean, I'd put up AEW's women's division up there with that right now, because... Just terrible. And then you realize how great fucking Charlotte Flair is, because she's carrying... What was keeping her fucking sturdy, you know, that, you know, Ronda Rousey, now she's fallen. Charlotte Flair was holding it together as best as she could, but Charlotte Flair can only do so much. And that's probably why she fucking left and said, fuck this. I'll come back when people are sick of Ronda and they want to see me back. But yeah, man, what do you think, though? Do you want to see her go? Because I'm not liking this shit at all.
1: I don't want her in WWE, dude. I, I thought she was going to be a good addition when she first came in, like, out of nowhere, when Oscar won the Rumble that one time. But then, yeah. as, as soon as she started, like, dissing on the fans and, like, all that, I switched up, like, she can leave, I don't care.
0: I thought she was working heel when she was saying shit like that, um, but apparently, I meant that. she actually does feel that and that's because she was gone like we didn't see her through all covid uh she was gone like a good two years maybe more so i knew she was gonna be back the rumor was that she was gonna come back at the rumble and so i wasn't that surprised when she did come back but uh it was kind of like okay let's see what they do here and then they've just completely made her feel just just go away heat every week i feel um, apparently, I hope she just puts over Shayna, and she can just fucking leave and be done with it, but they're saying here that, uh, I was reading somewhere that basically they're trying to give her, like, a WrestleMania win this year, or some shit, so that she can, you know, stay. Mm. Um, if, but I, let me ask you this, if she did work Mania this year, who'd you want her to face? At WrestleMania. If, if you had to fucking... Bear to watch uh, her.
1: Well, will she have to win the match?
0: Yeah, if you, let's say you book it the way WWE uh, apparently is planning to do it. Like, who would you have her beat... Where it doesn't ruin the other person?
1: She hasn't had a title match yet. They've been beefing with her for a minute. She's a little injured or whatever. Raquel Rodriguez.
0: Yes, and I... do. she might win the Rumble. Think so? Like, it's gonna be in Texas. Um... She's from South Texas, so why not? Like, who else? The Rumble is about making the stars of tomorrow. It made Bianca Belair recently. So, we know it can do that still for people. The match isn't fucking irrelevant and, you know, like the money in the bank is starting to feel like these days. But, uh, the Rumble still means something. And you don't want to give it to guys that are gone. Yeah, man. You don't want to give it to someone that doesn't need it. You need to give it to fucking someone that does need it. And this could fucking take Raquel Gonzalez. Or Rodriguez. Wherever the fuck she goes by. One of the main marquee matches of WrestleMania. So, um, yes. That's a great idea, Will, actually. Um... And if you're going to have her go in to WrestleMania, though, you you got to have Raquel win, though. Right? Like, it doesn't make any sense if you give her the Rumble win and she loses to Ronda Rousey. So, yeah, man. Uh, the, that's what I think. You came up with a, a good idea there for Raquel Rodriguez, but... You have a win at Mania. But yeah, man, fuck Ronald Rousey. I don't want to see her on my TV anymore. I'm <laughs> sick of her. Uh, what's, what else we got? Next up, we got
1: Mandy Rose. So what happened with Mandy Rose, guys, is that under her WWE contract, she had a explicit website. Then she got released.
0: First of all... I wanted to get to the content, obviously, I needed to examine it for myself and, you know, give a... (laughs) It's only fair to give a fair opinion. I have to see it. So I can, you know, whether if it was good enough to get fired over. And obviously, I would do that before I actually found out the reason they were saying she got fired for. Um, Apparently... It's just because the fact that it's WWE wants to make money off of her, uh, whatever she make, you know, she makes or does on the other side or where she's using her name, um, because they own it, obviously. But they they did that whole thing like not so long ago where they told them like you can't have Twitch accounts unless we're getting you know some kind of revenue out of it. um you know people got mad over that i also was reading that at the time selena vega she got fired at the time because i think she spoke out about it and she had an OnlyFans or something like that so uh what are those pictures am i right but uh yeah but selena vega has gone through the same thing and now mandy rose which these photos were leaked by somebody Uh, i forgot the individual's name they were saying that leaked it um but basically she got exposed but this is the thing though it just got leaked now from what i understand but why didn't wwe know about it before like yeah
1: and, um they they definitely keep some stuff secret and they just let it go by sometimes but then once it gets leaked or something and yeah
0: because apparently she has a lot of content on there, and it sounds like she's been doing it for a bit. Yeah,
1: because I mean, after her release, you know how you were saying they're gonna—they want to make money off her name. Right. Okay. She could make money on her own. She made five hundred thousand dollars after being released. It's Half a million dollars.
0: She could fucking retire tomorrow and be set um, doing this, but she this could i don't think this is the end of her wrestling but she could be making you know good money for a while as long as she stays in that shape and looks like that which i'm sure she will she has the money to you know invest in her body and stuff like that but um i I, it may man is this is what she wants to do uh fuck it i mean go for it sasha banks is uh Possibly risking tarnishing her career by going to Japan and wrestling a bunch of unknown Japanese schoolgirls, but <laughs> now uh, Mandy Rose wants to say, "Hey, I don't have to take these bumps. Fuck y'all. I'm about to go make easy money because obviously she has a great body. Um, so yeah, man. But would you want to see her in AEW? Will? Um,
1: I don't know." Possibly, but I could also see her possibly shutting down her thing, and just going back to WWE after a minute, but I don't know.
0: Man, if they find a way, and I, I don't think they will, because I think AEW will fuck this up. um, Just like they fucked up Ember Moon, Athena, or whatever the fuck, and Tony Storm's been great, but I feel like she could've been better. Uh, she could be better, and I think maybe she can still get there, but... Look at the rest of their division. Um. Yeah. It, it speaks for itself. But. Manny Rose could be. Something hot for AEW. If they fucking. No point intended. If they get her. For their division. And they capitalize on the buzz. Around her content here. Cause we've seen AEW. Let them kind of do whatever they want on the side. Um i'm sure they'll let her fucking do that on the side and she can wrestle and then they can kind of put that into her gimmick or whatever and maybe it could feel like some little attitude era where you know sables on national television showing off everything so hey man AEW could capitalize but it begs the question here that What's the network gonna say about it? What is Warner Media, wherever the fuck they are, um, gonna say about having Manny Rose on there and after what's come out about her? Which is not a bad thing. I mean, that's. OnlyFans is like a thing now. And it's not from OnlyFans, but it's kind of like OnlyFans. Um, but that's a big thing now. So, like, you know, she's not really doing anything wrong, right?
1: Technically, she's not doing anything wrong. But.
0: True, true, true. But I, I definitely still see her coming back. Um, she had, a, I guess, a, a lengthy uh, NXT title run. Uh, I don't know how great it was, honestly, because I didn't really watch it. I just kind of... just NXT's been rotting, man, uh, for a while now. So, um, I wasn't really paying attention to it, but I know she's been the champion for over 400 days or something like that. So... Obviously, she's not the champion anymore. We'll see what happens to her. What else we got? Uh, Royal Rumble, we got Edge, which is
1: kind of a return since he hasn't been on TV in a minute. Uh, Versus Demon Finn Balor in a Hell in a Cell match. Match will be insane if that happens.
0: That'd be fucking great. I mean, a Hell in a Cell and Edge and fucking Demon Finn Which, when's the last time we even saw Demon Finn? Can you remind me? Do you know? Roman Reigns. Which, we never got anything else besides that. Like, Finn never got his revenge. Like, hey man, I mean, ring fucking broke. Like, you know, we just kind of, Finn just kind of, oh, you know, fuck it. You know, I'll just move on to the the next thing. I don't really care that I lost in this absurd way. And, um, yeah, man, uh, this match could be great. And I guess they're going to keep going with the uh, the Edge thing here. Um, who do you think comes out on top, though? you think Edge beats Demon Finn? I
1: don't know, dude. To be honest, when Edge was last on, did he lose? I think he did lose. <laughs> and Demon Finn hardly ever loses unless it's Roman Reigns.
0: Yeah, and then he had to lose in some fucking crazy ways, as I mentioned. But yeah, Edge lost the I Quit match um, because that's when they were gonna hit Beth right. They were just gonna fucking batter their brains on live television because that's exactly what would fucking happen if you actually hit somebody in the skull with a chair. A fucking steel chair that it's supposed to be, um, or at least it's trying to be set up that way. So, and then un- un- under their fucking head is another chair like that. I hate, I hate that spot, man. I don't know how you feel about it, but I hate when they do those uh, chair kentos yeah. or what's that shit I called? I
1: don't know what it's called, but I hate it too. It just makes me like want to look away sometimes.
0: It's ridiculous, and it's the most phony looking fucking spot. With a with fucking weapon that I can think of right now. Uh, you can obviously see that they're not getting hit. And he's just tapping the edge of the fucking seat. So, um... That was ridiculous. Uh, and now, you know, here we go. But a cell match at a big event... Could be great. He Edge had a cell match with Seth Rollins not too long ago. Which I thought was a great match. Uh, a great rivalry, actually. A great three matches that they had. Um... But yeah, not too much to say. We'll even see if this you know, actually goes down. Uh, but Edge should be back for the Rumble. Um, I, I would say so. What else we got?
1: Next up, we got Dan Lambert talking about Chris Jericho. And he thinks everybody should have Chris Jericho in their top five of all time, if not the best. In my opinion, I get where he's coming from. But at the same time, I see wrestlers better than Chris Jericho.
0: I I mean, it's obvious that Dan Lambert has lost his fucking mind. Um, and I like Dan Lambert. I enjoyed seeing him on AEW TV, but this is ridiculous. Uh, Chris Jericho, I, I get it if Chris Jericho was the guy that brought him in. I don't know their backstory. Um, maybe helped him, you know, get a spot on TV. Um... But there is no way, and I mean no way, that Chris Jericho is top five all time. Um, I guess maybe it depends on how you rank your top five. um, But how are you going to put Chris Jericho over Stone Cold Steve Austin? And I'm not going to name my top five right now, but just to name a couple people. I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, The Undertaker rick flair like i don't even honestly on the run that roman reigns has been on like all time um chris jericho is gonna be under roman reigns when it's all said and done and that's i don't think up for debate right now um yes chris jericho has fucking reinvented himself multiple times whether if you like that part of his career or not um yes he's been wrestling for a long time and these days we see Sting on TV and fucking Jeff Jarrett came back and you know what I mean? Like longevity I-, I get it. Uh but to me longevity doesn't make you the greatest of all time. It's a combination of things. And I'm sorry that Chris Jericho doesn't look like The Rock, like a million bucks, like The Rock and fucking Roman Reigns and his their careers are gonna be probably shortened because they'll head to hollywood once it's time to go um while chris jericho is you know in aw sucking the life out of most things he does these days and he hasn't been relevant or anything that he's really done has hasn't been great since um Or great consistently here, here and there he'll have maybe a a decent match or whatever. Maybe he'll crack me up or whatever. But um, consistently, fucking great week in and week out. He hasn't had that since he lost the AEW title to John Moxley in the first year. Um, But everything before that, man, since the company started, the biggest star they obviously had, they started going on national television with him as the champion because he was a well known person and his rivalry with Cody was great the stuff he did with Darby I thought was great at the beginning Uh, Jungle Boy that's what made us feel like Jungle Boy and Darby okay these guys are probably going to be the stars in a couple of years for this company so um yeah man but ever since then Chris Jericho has been terrible. I've said it. I'll keep saying it. And I don't think it's going to change at this point of his life. Um, But he is not top 5. He's not even top 10. If you had to right now without really breaking it down. And kind of thinking deep of of all the names that you've ever seen or whatever. Does he even crack your top 20? Top 25? Top 50, like... What's he looking like on Will's chart? Um...
1: Jericho, Obviously not top 5, that's not even a question. Not top 10 either. Without a doubt, I would say... At least top 50. Top 25, 50, top 50 I think. yeah. Anywhere between us. Top 25... I don't, uh, top 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 is I don't know. I'm stretching it, but like he's not board, hes not like borderline top fifty either. You get what I'm saying?
0: Maybe of importance or making a mark, because obviously, um, like I was just saying, um, when he started with AEW, he kind of got the ball rolling for the most part uh, for them. Uh, so that you know, when it's all said and done, how long AEW lasts, we will not know. It may last forever. Um but this he could be a big reason why, you know, that what what put them on the on the map. And I guess that's got to mean something. Um so it, it, when you look at it like that, okay, you know, maybe top 25, maybe top 20, but right now uh when you put everything together, wrestling ability, promos, um you know, being the fans or or whatever like when you put everything together he is not top 20 top 25 and and definitely not top five dan lambert is um ridiculous he needs to stop um maybe he's trying to get some more tv time and he knows chris jericho's got some (laughs) pull. um but yeah man what else we got enough about that clown well
1: The last thing we got today is Bronson Reed, guys. He came back. I'm surprised about that, actually, kind of.
0: I am as well. Um, I wasn't a big fan of his when he was in NXT, and I'm not saying that I hated him, but I I just wasn't very big on him. Um... He's back. I know he's one of Triple H's boys or whatever. He won the North American title, right? Yeah, he won that title and then he was, like, one of the first guys to go when WWE started releasing a bunch of uh, especially the NXT guys.
1: And then he went to New Japan. He actually looked really good in New Japan.
0: He did. I think that style fits him. Um, I wouldn't say he's similar to Jeff Cobb, but... He's got that size like a Jeff Cobb, or he's he's definitely bigger, I think, than Jeff Cobb. But apparently, I didn't see this. I don't I don't know what event this was at. I, I'm thinking it was the G1 Climax. That's the only event I can think of that he would have done this. But he beat Okada, their biggest star, a homegrown star. Um, he beat him clean, which I don't which I don't think. New Japan would have uh, allowed just anybody to fucking beat their biggest star um, clean.
1: Exactly. Bronson Reed is a big guy, and and the way he wrestles is kind of it's kind of good the way he wrestles for a big guy, I can say. Like, wrestles good for his size.
0: Yeah, so, um, I, I don't I don't know. He did look like a beast, I will say on Raw. But apparently he's gonna be Miz's fucking bodyguard or some shit, which the kind of heat Miz gets, which Miz is great. I think Miz is great, but I need to stop pairing him with random people. Yeah, man, like I-, I like Miz and the the recently the stuff with Dexter has been just horrible and man, what have they done to my boy Johnny Gargano? Um Jesus, uh, that needs a whole reset. But no, it's so it's so bad right now. I don't like it. It, it. It's terrible, man. It's terrible. Uh, I hate this for Johnny, especially him. And I know the Miz can be put in any kind of position. Um, you know, a one-off segment with somebody, or you know, a feud, and I guess, I guess, make it bearable. But man, every time this Dexter stuff comes on, I just don't care to watch. Um, I think it's mostly Dexter as well. Like, just not a fan of the whole gimmick. It's not going to work long term. You know what I mean? So, you can only do that Stalker thing or the. I don't know. It it just. It don't work for me. But, it don't work for me, brother. Um, Yeah, so Jono is his name in TNA or whatever. Um, and now it's back to Brunson Reed. So, yeah, man, good for him. We love that for him. Um, is that all we got for the news? We got one more? no uh, oh, yeah, I think that is... Uh, I think that is it. That is all the dirt for the week, folks. Um, now, to close off the show, we usually like to do something fun or, you know, just kind of a game or some. I am going to test Will's knowledge here um, and see, you know, what he knows for the most part about stuff like this. But are you ready, Will? This, uh, are you ready for the topic
2: of this first quiz?
1: Uh, sure, why not?
2: All right, so I'm going to be quizzing you on Hell in a Cells. Oh, boy. First question. Which year did the first ever Hell in a Cell match take place? Year? year? Fuck. 19... Was Undertaker
1: the first match?
0: Yes, but what year was it?
1: Okay. I just wanted to make sure. I'm gonna go 95.
0: Uh, That's not even an option on here, so... Mm -mm. So, uh... Basically, it's gonna be 1997, which is, uh... Oh, I was that wasn't that bad of an answer then. Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, Bad Blood, of course. That's when Kane debuted it. So that's the first one. Moving on, who did the Undertaker and Stone Cold Steve Austin defeat in the second ever Hell in a Cell match? This was on on an episode of of Raw in nineteen ninety eight. Did they beat? Who did they be? It was a tag team Hell in a Cell match. Austin and Taker.
2: I, can't.
1: I guarantee you one of them was Kane.
0: That's correct. What is the other one?
1: Was it around the same time Kane was debuting? Um, is that right. Because you said '98, right? So that's kind of
2: right. Right. It was a '98. Kane is one of them. Who's the other guy? Who the fuck? Let's go with
1: the random guess. Let's go with like McFoley or something.
0: You got it. So you got that one. Oh, shit. Really? Was he
2: actually McFoley or?
0: Mankind. Mankind, yeah. Um. So you got that one. Who did The Undertaker defeat in a Hell in a Cell match at WrestleMania 25? I mean, 25? 15, sorry. 15. WrestleMania 15.
1: I was about to say 25, that was Shawn Michaels.
0: Yeah, I know, the greatest match of all time, but uh, that's another subject.
1: Oh, 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 wasn't that when he... I don't know if this was at WrestleMania, but was it when he publicly hung Big Boss Man?
0: Yes. Uh, Next question. Uh, The Undertaker holds the record for the most Hell in a Cell match, wins, who is in second place?
2: Who has second? Jesus. Yeah, but it's most not wins.
1: Undertaker. Uh, fucking.
0: Insane. No. So the answer was Triple H, as he's won six Hell in a Cell matches. Um, uh, true or false? Brock Lesnar has a perfect record against the Undertaker in Hell in a Cell matches. True or false?
2: Uh, they fought in Hell in a Cell. That's. That's true, right? No, wait. That's true.
0: This is true, as Brock Lesnar has defeated The Undertaker in their two Hell in a Cell matches against one another. So you got that one. Who was the special guest referee in the Hell in a Cell match between Triple H and Kevin Nash at Bad Blood 2003?
2: Triple H versus Kevin Nash. I don't even... I'm going to go with fucking, kind of, I'm going to go
1: with Shawn Michaels. I'm going to go with Shawn Michaels.
0: Shawn Michaels, that's a good guess, but it's going to be Mick Foley. He was the special guest referee at Bad Blood in 2003. Triple H won that match.
2: Um, how many total Hell in a Cell matches have happened at WrestleMania? Wrestlemania. Oh. Yeah. it's a good one. Uh thinking. 3. The answer
0: is 3. They took place at WrestleMania 15, WrestleMania 28 and WrestleMania 32. Um who won the six-man Hell in a Cell match at Armageddon 2000 for the WWE Championship? It was Taker, Angle, Triple H, Stone Cold, Rikishi, The Rock.
1: Okay, I can guarantee right now it's not fucking Rikishi, because I don't think Rikishi ever held a world title. Exactly. Um, said Angle, Taker,
2: Stone Cold, Triple H, and The Rock.
1: I'm a to card Angle. My dog.
0: It is crude Angle, and man, what a line of fucking stars.
1: That was, That's a great match. Um, except, n- no offense, but Rikishi's the odd man out.
0: Definitely. Uh, <laughs> one thing is not unlike the other, basically here. Um, moving on. How many... Or what year did WWE introduce the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view? Hell in a Cell. The actual
2: pay-per-view. Um...
0: 2006. Uh, it's going to be 2009. The uh-huh. event featured three Hell in a Cell matches on that card. How many times has The Undertaker competed in a Hell in a Cell match? Shit,
2: dude. A lot. <laughs> a lot. I know, yeah, but uh... what are we feeling here? 15. Close.
0: Close. The answer is 14.
1: (laughs) Same fucking thing. Same fucking thing.
0: He's 8 out of 14. So, um, yeah, man, let's see how you did. You got 5 out of 10. You got a 50. 50%. (laughs) To be fair,
2: fair,
1: I was off by 1 with the Hell in a Cell match, 2 years by the first Hell in a Cell match, and, like three years in the other one. So I wasn't doing
2: too bad. Yeah, man. I mean that was a pretty good
0: uh pretty good try. Like some of these are pretty specific um you know like I-, I thought like the how many times has Taker been in one like uh, I don't know man. I mean just how about every fucking year or every other year exactly. he has one. Um, but yeah that, that that was fun. Wanted to test your knowledge as we were talking about how on a earlier so it all ties in together. Um, I think that's going to do it though. Uh, I think we're about at that time. It's been a fun episode. That was a fun little segment we just did. And it was something different. Than the norm. Uh, Nico should be back. Next week. Uh, which I actually want to say. Next week we've been planning on doing. a Kind of like the Slammies, Just kind of recapping. The whole year. But yeah. That's what we want to do next week. Uh definitely want to bring Will back um, for future episodes and kind of get him involved and do some fun stuff, man. Because at the end of the day, ain't nothing like talking wrestling, sports, whatever, with the homies. Uh, it's one of my favorite pastimes. So, Will, any final remarks or anything you want to add? or?
1: Well, I just want to say thank you for having me. Hopefully, I can come back another time, and once again, we do love talking wrestling, and we will continue doing this. This show is great.
0: Yes, yes, yes. We love to hear. We love to hear. But uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Let's Wrestle Pod. Of course, you can always find our links in the description box. Um, I even, you know, threw in. My personal Twitter on there. Um, Nico's personal Twitter. Uh, If you want to follow on there. Or you can follow just the the podcast. Or whatever. That's cool too. Um, But yeah man. If you're listening. Appreciate you. Um, And we will be back next week. Peace.